Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff, How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the best bits this weekend. Excited to be joined by none other than Scuba Steve. What's up, Scuba? What's up, everybody? So glad to hear you. It's Coolio with the flow back in your ear. Every time you say that, I always think of Coolio. I know. You, you did that voice. during the, the listener Q&A, too. <laughs> you just rolling with it. I like it. Well, we got a lot to talk about today, and we're going to dive right in. So you ready? We can't talk about too much because we have to do this in an hour and under, right? Well, uh, you can't talk about too okay. much. Oh, you're the one who usually talks a whole <laughs> lot, so I don't know. <laughs> so just, hey, just we can do this. Yeah, 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 I yeah, believe yeah. in us. I believe in you. So Amy <laughs> thinks her dad showed up as an orb in her house, which was super interesting. And so, Scuba, we've talked about a lot of ghosts and Paranormal activity and a lot of different things. Have you ever had anything show up for you? So I was thinking about this this morning because I don't know. I just, it just popped in my head, which I feel like that's the ghost uh, again coming at me, like like coming to try to like you know what I'm trying to say. Like you, you thought about them and they and you may not see them ever again, but they can still enter your mind as like in a reminder. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm always remember me, and I don't know who this person was. But there was this time, and I've told a lot of the stories in the show, and this one just recently came to me. And I'm like, oh, shoot, let me tell Morgan. And you asked the great question. So, hey, I got you. Yeah. So I remember, I always remember as a kid, and we talk about my Native American history a little bit, like very briefly in the uh, QA. But I always remember as a kid in my grandparents' house, and I don't know who it was. I don't know if it's like my great great grandpa or just some random Native American dude. But every once in a while, I would look down, we would sit in the living room, and we had one of those like old sunken living rooms. Where you come in from the front door, it would sink down. It's like 70s style with the green shag carpet. And the TV was this old 1970s TV that was in like a wooden box. And and you had to, it only could change a channel on the TV. And so that's, I'm just kind of painting the picture like where we sit and watch TV. Yeah. So we're sitting there watching TV. I don't know. We may have been watching, it was at night. So probably maybe Nickelodeon or Nick at Night or something. Okay. Uh, I don't know. But uh, we would sit there usually only at night. And we'd sit there, watch TV, and I distinctly remember a couple times looking down to my right, which is this long hallway, and it, that's where all the bedrooms are, the bathrooms and everything, three or four bedrooms right down this hallway. I remember looking down the hallway and seeing this Indian, like a Native American looking dude, coming out of 
the far back bedroom, walking out of the door, and then turning left, which would mean he's turning and now facing me. And my and as I'm talking about it, my ears are like ringing and I'm getting numb. <laughs> it was he's so coming weird. Back. It was uh, maybe an oh my god, Laura! Wait, are you serious? I'm just kidding now. <laughs> I like I just had chill bumps. I didn't want to turn around. <laughs> You're like, uh. <laughs> You just scared me a little bit. I, I, yeah. I, I like catch my marriage. Okay, so. <laughs> so he would turn. He would look at me, and then he would just walk down the hallway, and then and then he would do a couple different endings. It was like every time he would like did something different, and he would do one ending where he would then look at me and then walk the other way and then walk into the other bedroom, which is the room that I would sleep in. So, do you think it was a family member, or do you think it was somebody that lived in that house or on that land before? I mean, it could have been the land. It would definitely have been that house because it was Native American. Yeah, and he, lo- so. he looked and he wasn't like Native American now, like dressed in like jeans and a T-shirt. He was Native American, like headdress, like where I'm talking mm-hmm. like, you know. And you fa- saw like the full figure of him. His full body, head to toe. And they, he had like this, and it, was, it must have been a chief of some sort because he had a large headdress and like stocky and strong. Do you know any chiefs in your family? I don't really know much about my dad's side. I just only found, I, I knew growing up we were Blackfoot. Um, but I didn't know much about it because my dad, you know, left when we were nine, and when I was not, you know, from one to nine, you don't, you're not really inquisitive or really yeah. care about your heritage. So, I, and then my mom never talked about my dad, so it kind of just went away and so died. So it's your dad's side that yes, this my is dad's side. Yeah, okay. so so I only knew that, and I asked my mom recently, who's you know, she was in town. I'm like, mom, like, what's up? I need to know. I want to know a little bit more now because <laughs> I have kids and I want to be able to tell them who your grandfather was and what that side of the family is. And she also was very vague and limited on what she knew. She's like, yeah, I just knew you guys were Blackfoot, and um, your great-grandma was 100%, and then, so it'd be his grandmother, yeah. was 100%, and then just dial it down all the way down to you, so you're like 12 and change or whatever. And I was like, why don't we ever like do more with that? She's like, well, we went to visit them a lot. They were really nice. She was sweet. You know, his grandma was sweet. You know, his, your mom, your grandma, his mom was really nice, but, you know, our relationship didn't really work out. And you know, Does she know enough to, like connect you with some of those relatives yeah so in my baby book because she was hard hardcore about that she wrote down all of their last names the maiden last names of mm-hmm. the because it was the women's side that was the native american the guy side was scottish and german i believe so interesting i yeah. feel like you could totally find them now like those relatives i feel like you could yeah well i, I definitely my uncle hits me up randomly mm-hmm. and i just for the longest time i had i was just like turned off by that side of the family but now that i'm older and i, and I have kids of my own i kind of want to tell them like, hey, this is who you are. Like, we know a lot about my, my wife's side. We're 100% privy to the Filipino and Chinese and then her dad being German and all that. Like, we get that. I know my mom's side, Czechoslovakian, which I guess now Czech Republic and Polish and all that, but just that one missing piece, all I know is Blackfoot and that's it. I don't know I really totally much think you else. should connect with your uncle. Yeah, I really do because my mom was always like, well, he w- he got clean and sober and he was great and he was always really nice and fun and he was he was the the one you should reach out to. And so I, I felt bad because he reached out to me when my dad passed away like, about three or four years ago and he was like trying, I could tell he was trying to reconnect with me, but I, I just kind of like, I, you know, I, I talked to him a little bit, mm-hmm. mostly just through text, but nothing more than that. And I should take the time to actually get to know him because it wasn't his fault. My uncle had nothing to do with my mom and dad's relationship. Well, maybe that's what this Indian represents is that you should be reconnecting with the side of the family. Maybe it's not somebody yeah. you know as more of a idea of something you should do. Kind of like, hey, there he is again. Walk by him. It'll jog. It'll. It'll. Maybe yeah. one day it'll click. One day he'll get it. The, yeah. Listen, and I'll I'll talk to you about it a little bit later. I just watched Interstellar for the first time. Oh, you just saw it for the first time. For the first time. So it's we'll, a long ass movie, by the way. We'll, we'll get into okay. it. But All you right. reminded me of that. Okay. You know, I haven't had any signs, and I don't have experiences like you. You definitely um, have a connection with 
the ulterior energy yeah. is the best way. To, I couldn't describe it. But I do believe that the Amy's psychic was correct in a lot of things. And I do believe that my grandma showed up during that call, like wholeheartedly. Yeah. You, do you like, so I guess for you, so if you don't see anything, do you feel things? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't as much feeling as the story she was telling. Like it was entirely specific to my grandma. Okay. Like there oh, wasn't okay. a way that somebody would have known the thing she was talking about. Yeah. Unless she was talking to your grandma or someone who knew your grandma. Yeah. And I got the chance to like tell my grandpa about it when I saw him. And because we just celebrated his 94th birthday. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Congratulations. Which so much fun. How long has your grandma been gone for? Uh, a couple years now. Okay. So not very long, but a couple years. Yeah, it must be very difficult when you're with someone. Like, I think about mm-hmm. my grandparents because my grandfather passed before. Usually it's, the, usually it's the guy that goes before the girl. Yeah. So it's actually kind of weird to hear the opposite for you. And I was always like, man, how's my grandma going to do this? Because they've been together for like, 50, like 60-something years and, mm-hmm. and went through so much and all that. You're like, how are they going to be able And they always say that they go with like heartache. But she's been around now for... Eight years since he passed. I was gonna and she's say she's still I doing think, it. I think it's been three or four years okay. now. And that's but, cool. But every, I mean, every day is hard, right? Oh like, my god, he, it's not easy. No. He he definitely talks about her all the time. So me talking to him about that, he was like, "Oh, I definitely think that could be true," you know. But it, it yeah. wasn't like wanting him to put in hope about it. So um, it was cool getting to talk to him about it. But yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had any encounters in the way that you have. Okay. So that's all. <laughs> or signs or like anything i mean i've yeah. seen orbs and stuff and i believe in things. yeah yeah you talk about your orbs in your, yes. in your house i believe in things i just there's no meaning behind them for yeah. me that yeah. i'm aware of gotcha, but it okay. could be my grandma or my great grandma showing up somebody yeah you never know yeah you never know but also this week lunchbox had his sbf foundation it's really hard to say this because sunburn it's actually protection foundation lunchbox's sbf yes but not an extra foundation, but it's just weird saying it because like everybody's like SPF is sunk, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> he went out to the beach and invited like strangers to put sunscreen on him, which most of them did not, except some did. Yeah. So that was funny. I want to know though, this isn't in related to SPF, the beach or lunchbox at all. Okay. But if you oh. see a. <laughs> but I just wanted to bring it up real quick. I do. If you see an accident happen, a car okay. accident, do you stop? Oh, Or gosh. do you keep going? Okay, that's a great question because I know legally you're supposed to stop because you're a witness to whatever to give your side of the story because obviously those that are involved are going to be biased towards. No, I wasn't my fault. No, it wasn't my fault. You know, so uh, so um, I have stopped. Yes, in the past I've I've seen it, but now it's like a, a case by case scenario. I I think yeah, which I which I hate to say, but back when I was like single and by myself, if I saw something, I I immediately pull over and 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 you know try to either one defuse the situation. Try to calm people down, wait for the cops to come and help with that. And then once they come, like, hey, actually, that, that she did it or he did it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the tattletale? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I got to go, but uh, he was totally at fault. He hit her right in the back, wasn't paying attention, was smoking a cigarette on his phone, eating a slice of pizza, <laughs> driving with his knee. It was him. So, yeah, so I have. But then there have been times now more recently where now that I have kids and I feel like if this were, if, if we're like either A, like a not so nice part of town driving through or B, it looks like it was like a heated type scenario where they get out and slam the door. And I'm like, oh, I got to want my kids involved with that. I'll let them figure that out. They're both heated and upset. And I, somebody else may, maybe have seen it because I'm the only car on the road. Yeah. There's like 40 other cars. Someone's going to pull over and do it. Who ha- who was like me 15 years ago that has the time and doesn't have the kids and can can be there to help out. 
I'm well, not at that I love place that anymore. you're using your kids as an excuse because I, I didn't stop. There was one that happened oh. right in front of me. <laughs> Remy was in the car, maybe? <laughs> Remy was with okay, me, Okay, you, yes. you were fearful of Remy's life? Oh, honestly, no, I was more fearful for mine. I just don't okay. trust people. Like, yeah. I, I'm very um, nervous about the situation if I were to get out because I'm, I'm not a very big girl. Yeah. So, like, if I'm in a situation, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. If, unless, like, somebody were, it was, like, a really bad accident, right? Like, this was a fender bender. Like, I was sitting there, okay. and you just see a car pull out, and it just, psh, right into another car. Okay, you're like, you got this. You I'm got like, this. there's also multiple businesses around. There's probably a camera around here somewhere. Yeah. But, like, full-blown accident, I would. Like, if it was bad enough and somebody needed help, uh-huh. yeah, I would probably jump out and try and figure it out. But- it was just a, a really interesting situation because I was literally definitely the first witness. Like I was sitting right <laughs> behind it and I was just yeah. like, I'm just going to go around and let you guys uh, <laughs> handle your business. Yeah. And plus uh, when they get out, they're not in the best mood. They're pissed. No. So you don't want to also put yourself in a dangerous situation where, what if, especially we live in Tennessee, they pull out a gun and all of a sudden you're dodging bullets. Yeah. Over and a that's, it's just not worth it for yeah. me for, for that type of scenario. It's only worth it if like somebody's genuinely in danger. Yeah. Now my dad has like... He's witnessed uh, like a really bad drunk driving accident and he went and pulled somebody from a car and then he oh, had wow. to go and like be a witness, like genuine witness in this whole situation. He had to pull him from the car because it was like, like it was that bad or like the car was going to catch that on bad, fire or something. He went to go and help the guy and the guy like ended up going away running. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was oh, bad. Oh wow. Um, We're fleeing from the scene, I, the scene I, of the crime. Yeah, and I'll double make sure that I can say that after because <laughs> he already went, he went and showed up in court and provided as a witness for oh, yeah, the yeah. scenario. It's already, it's already but, case closed. Yeah, so, uh, but crazy. Like, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that happens when people get into accidents. So that's why I'm like, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I was curious if you stopped as a man. Yes, What I do your stop. scenario is. Yes. And even like in the other side of it where I'm the person that's gotten in an accident, um, I see now people will just drive off like Gary Busey and down in Malibu. Yeah. He hit some lady and just kept driving. And then the lady was like, hey, you hit me. Pull over. And he's like, huh? And then she's like, and then he's kind of, you know who Gary Busey is? No, the actor? I don't. I, it sounds really familiar. You look Gary Busey up while okay. we're talking. You, he'll definitely, he has big teeth. He's an actor back in the 80s and 90s. And then he went really oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. yeah. So he, uh, he got... He was driving to Malibu, hit somebody, looks, but looks like he maybe had been effed up on pills or just Ooh. really old now. Yeah. And he hit somebody and she got really mad and was like, pull over. And he finally pulled over and I forget what he said, but he's kind of like, you know, I'm high, I'm high profile. I don't need to be doing this kind of thing. Um, I didn't do anything wrong, whatever. Like basically kind of like, whatever, lady, kick rocks. And then gets back in the car and drives off. And then you look at his car. Where where she where he, like he hit her? Yeah, it's pretty messed up. But then you look at the other sides of his car; it's also messed up. So you're also like, who else has this guy hit? Oh yeah, and he driven had off. a lot of hit and run accidents. Yeah, oh. I was like, holy crap! Now it's caught on camera. So now it's like, dude, now you're probably gonna get in some trouble for this one. Maybe he also can't see very well. It's he, also he's a much older and a lot of, did a lot of drugs in the '80s, so oh. he just probably shouldn't be driving anymore. Like he's got enough money too, where like hire somebody to, dr- to drive you around. Yeah, you know, if I had to have a feeling, he might have blown it. That's probably true too. Yeah, you know. He was driving I mean, around in a Volvo, so probably. If you don't care about your things in that way, yeah. you typically it gets to a point where you're blowing money. True, true, yeah. That's you know? Yeah. So, okay. Or well, he's going to die soon. He's like, who cares? I'm out. Well, that's a horrible way to live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to head into a quick break. Right now, Scuba, we are doing good. We're pacing well. I'm yeah, proud we're like of at us. what, 13 minutes, 14 minutes? This is pretty incredible. I'm so proud of us. I know, I'm really who proud of you. Are we? You know, okay. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> quick break. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Scuba Steve is sitting here with me right now, and we got a hair update from him, but this... This segment escalated so much beyond the hair. <laughs> yeah, it did. In oh, yeah. just so many different ways. And if I had been quick enough, I had a lot of comebacks. But okay. honestly, I was stunned. You were taken aback? By the whole scenario that I wasn't uh-huh. quite sure what to say. Uh-huh. It was one of those where I was like, I need a moment to like handle myself before I respond. Yeah, I just set it up and then I just kind of like walked away and I just sat there as a spectator and I was just You're like, literally like <laughs> the guy who comes in, sets something on fire and walks, walks away. away. <laughs> You've done that to us twice now. Twice, yeah, maybe three times, yeah. Oh, I'm ready to do it again. Well, your your hair is full on growing and uh, I'm really everywhere glad. Everywhere but the top though, everywhere but the exact top where it needs to grow. I mean, you already knew that though. I know, I know. Like I know. you knew that was coming. I know, here, I'll give you a little here, look at it just so you can see. Look at I mean, it is growing. Awful. It is growing. I, but like, like, I genuinely want to see you with, like, full head of hair. Kind of like what Eddie's looks like. Yeah. You know? I want to see what that would look like for you. For well, It won't be a full head of hair. It'd be a full s- sides well, of hair. Full head of hair, what you can grow. I can because grow. you do have a lot that can grow behind. Yes. I mean, it is growing long. I mean, look at that. It's, pretty, it's, a, it's a good inch or two. Like, it's growing in pretty big. Isn't this, like, the George Costanza look? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah, between George. The, you want it to be, like, Todd Packer or the Incredible or a Hulk Hogan where it gets longer. Yep. Yeah, you're looking for that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm go- I mean, I'm not going to make you grow it out that long. Well, see, if it were that long, wanna, it's like, cool, though. I, I do want to genuinely see some hair. Well, like this right is the now, awkward. It's very short. Yeah, it's awkward. It looks stupid. It makes me look kind of like dingy. 
and like I'm not put together. And even Amy said she's like, yeah, I wonder what's like wrong with you. Maybe you didn't have time or any something or whatever. My favorite part is listening to people and they and they forget our bits that happen. Yeah, and I because I don't get the choice of forgetting our bits. Like I have to remember everything. Oh, I don't, that I don't and I didn't forget it. I'm living it. I know, but it, it always makes me laugh. Like well, I'll hear any four any of the four of them. They're like, what that happened? I'm like, yes, it was like a whole segment, a whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, do, do we live in alternate universes where you, you just miss that part? Yeah, remember when he sawed his arm off and now he only has a left arm? How do you forget that? <laughs> it's like that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're like, what? Look at him now. He doesn't have a... Oh, yeah, right. His right arm's missing. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. Well, I want to ask you because I am turning 30 yeah. in like, I don't know, about 20 days or so. Yeah. What advice do you have for me as I start to head into my 30s? Uh, <laughs> you, you have a 401k, right? Yeah, I do. I do have a 401k started. <laughs> Listening to those yahoos, I'm like, dang, y'all are even behind me. Uh, yeah, I started a 401k, I think, when I when I first started going full-time on radio, which I was maybe 24 when I became full-time. So I've had a 401k since then. I couldn't contribute a lot back then, but I still had it and was contributing something because yeah, I knew how important it was. Yeah, something exactly. Something's better than nothing to put away something. And I ended up needing that 401k when I turned 30 ish. When I moved to LA, I needed, you know, a couple thousand dollars to start that mm-hmm. career. So it actually benefited me in that, that way. I had to pay a ton of taxes and like a fee. Yeah, I've never, I've been very financially savvy thanks to my dad and my mom. They've been really awesome. good at instilling that in me. Like, but you I own have, a home, right? I own a home. Yeah, I have you're a smart. savings. I invest in stocks. Yeah. I have my 401k. Like. And why can't you find a dude that, like you would think that, that like the right kind of guys would be attracted to that because like my wife was very similar where when I met her and for me, I guess not every guy's this way, clearly. Yeah, you, <laughs> you want somebody who's confident without you because then that means when they're with you, they're not going to be, they're not going to be worried. They're not going to bother you. They're going to, you know, I'm trying to say like, you live not, your own lives and yeah. together you're better, but yes, yes yeah, but you become a better team together. Like, like Jordan and Pippen are great solo, but when they were together, they were an unstoppable sports duo. Sports reference, right? Sports reference. Yeah. Okay. Like, jo- yeah. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. I, I knew the, the Michael Jordan. That's yes. why okay. I started to figure but it out. But together they were great. They were unstoppable as a, as a team. But solo, they were still fine, but they weren't nearly the same. Like when they went to different teams and separated, wasn't the same. Or when Jordan was gone and Pippen was there, it's just my point is a guy to hear someone be like, "Wow, yeah, I got a four hundred one k, I own a home, I have a savings, I own all these things." I guess, I guess, also playing into your, what do you do when you're thirty? You already kind of hit a lot of the things that well, you should do. I'm very financially savvy, but I didn't know if there's any like life. Oh, like, life. If there's stuff. anything that's. That's happening because I feel like some things have already started to happen. Like I'm more tired than I normally used oh, to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a bigger appetite than I should be able to eat. Yeah. When, like, you know, your metabolism goes metabolism lower. definitely slows down. Yeah. Um, I get random bruises all the time that I have no idea where they came from. Like, <laughs> That's because you drink. <laughs> but, but I don't. That was a crazy thing. I, I had so I like threaded something and I was like, you know, I used to get random bruises bruises all the time from going out to the bars but yeah. now i have random bruises from literally just existing so, yeah, okay. so what's that means happening you're getting old. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah my breast was like mothballs <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what is going on with my whole body in my life the so tire I, thing is definitely that's legit because I, I don't know what has something to do with your I mean, metabolism probably metabolism probably plays into that <laughs> Words are hard. it slows down they're very hard it slows down your memory starts to fade your short-term memory long-term memory i feel like is always there or you need someone to help recall it um, you'll start to see your friends fade off, the ones that you you thought were yeah, whatever, especially when they go in different directions where if you start a family and they don't or they start a family and you haven't, you start to kind of slowly kind of you, you have like your core. I've always had a core of like five, five dudes, five or six guys, but now it's even slimmed down to three guys. 
because the other three have not followed our path. Got it. So yeah, you, that that will change. Um, I think yeah, uh, you start to care less about what anyone else thinks about you if if you maybe you're already into that, but you you could give two f's about somebody else's opinion about you and you're only caring about your own happiness and what you like and what you do. I feel like that takes a long time and I think 30 was when it started to really hit where you're like, oh, I really don't care what anyone, especially in high school, you're like, wow, why did I care about that crap? <laughs> it meant nothing. And the people who, who thought what they thought are nothing and have always been and will always be. So you're kind of like, I guess you care less about things. That is what I'm excited about in my 30s. That's yeah. what I hear from a lot of people is just like, you just really kind of start to come into your own. It's kind of yeah. like your golden era. Yes. Almost is the best way to describe it because you have money to do the things that you want yes. if you've been smart about saving. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and you're just really mature and you've learned a lot of things, but you're not too, like, you're not getting into your 40s where the decades and you're starting to see different life experiences and stuff. It's still very much like part of your 20s. Yeah, and you're still a little fluid because once you hit 40, you're, you're set in stone and you are what you are. And if you were to get into a relationship or with anything, it's much more difficult because you are so, nope, this is how I've, always, I've done it for 40 years this way and I'm not changing how that's I am. True. Your 30s, you're still, it's, it's your last bit of pliability where you're a little bit still. That's, that's the best way to put it, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're still able to like, okay, I can be fine with this little thing and that little thing. And I understand that every person I meet now, especially in your 30s, won't be fresh because they're not 20 anymore and you're not 20. There's going to be some bruises in the past, you know, mental, you know, more like, 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 like. I don't know, like, like going in your once you hit forty, there those it's like it's not rock hard. Yeah. Um. Right now, they're still a little fresh, and you can kind of like you can put ice on it and go away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. See, you, you found good advice. You just didn't realize where you were going. With True. It. Yeah. I had to like talk myself into my good advice. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> I found my way. I, I went full circle. Well, I, I do want to talk about like kind of some tell me something good moments because okay. next what we're going into uh, is the. My dating update, you guys heard about my two dates in one day and the hot Rodney update where Lunchbox really let me down. Let me just tell you, Raymundo, though, his guy, it, it's going pretty well so far. So, like, Raymundo, great oh, week. It's time Lunchbox. for the good news. Are you playing? <laughs> I'm, like, sitting here talking and I slowly uh, hear tell uh, me something good. tell me some good now. All right, Morgan, it's up Wait, to hold you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you play it? Did it yeah, go? I have no idea. Here it no, I don't. Right. Here's I don't. Morgan with her. Tell me something good. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. All right, Morgan, what do you got? So Remy and I passed our reevaluation to stay a therapy animal team. So every two years you have to get reevaluated and you may not pass. Well, Remy and I passed. She like again passed with flying colors and even on her little she, they said she is a people magnet. So Wow, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> that was tell me something good. I wasn't even prepared for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, really great news. That's really cool. That's really that is really awesome. I like so that. So we're really excited. Remy Remy loves going to visit the retirement home uh-huh. a couple times a month. So I'm glad we get to keep doing that. Well, dogs Otherwise, are all very much energy. I guess, uh, I don't know the next They feed off energy. They feed off energy, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really early right now, by the way. It's okay. You're doing great. Super early. It's like, what, at 4 a.m.? We haven't started the show yet? The real show? The big, big show? (laughs) So some of our secrets. Lunchbox comes on here. He's like, it's Saturday morning. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, that's a lie. Okay. You know, but do you have any, like, tell me something good things that have happened to you recently that you want to share? Hold on. I need a moment to think about it. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. 
You keep playing this, and I don't have headphones on, so I have no idea where it's getting inserted. I can hear it a little bit over here in this like headphone. I know, like here. briefly. But I as can a listener, hear it. though, they don't care if you have headphones or not because they can hear it in their car or on their phone. I know, but I'm literally talking over on the image. Speaker. <laughs> oh my okay. Do you, do you, did you think about anything while you hit that second? I got just distracted myself and I didn't think oh about anything. Goodness. Okay, well, I have another one for <laughs> All right, you. Hold on one second. Hold on oh one second. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. Hi, so, Morgan. I went to a meal packing event on 9 11, which was like bringing the whole community together. That's all. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? And, you know, I really didn't expect much besides like a lot of meal packing and kind of some packing chaos. Meals for who, though? Um, it was for like the hungry people in our community. So gotcha. very like um, was diff- it second harvest food bank. Com- no, okay. It was different communities um, coming together, but like also helping, I believe, veterans, people who struggle with homelessness, sense. like yeah. just different walks of life. I okay. believe. Um, but it was really cool because while we were packing these meals, Daryl Worley, who oh yeah yeah yeah, is a great songwriter. And he wrote the song, Have You Forgotten? Have You Forgotten? Which will make you sob. He played anytime. it on our show maybe two years ago for 9-11. Was it 9-11 or um, Veterans Day? One of those two he played. Uh, yeah, I do remember him coming on. But that was like, awesome, yeah. So we're packing these meals. The whole community is like, and there's like hundreds of people in this room, like packing yeah. this oatmeal with cinnamon and apples. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's up there singing, Have You Forgotten? Like yeah. live. And I'm just sitting there like sobbing while I'm trying not to get it in the cinnamon that I'm trying to put into these bags. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like this really cool moment of experiencing like everybody coming together and he's on, up there with the soundtrack of that and like it's it's a really dark day i know that's yeah. some people's birthdays but it's still like a darkness that kind of sifts over us when that day comes oh yeah yeah and it, it was just like I, I couldn't help but feel like connected to a lot of people even though i didn't know anybody yeah. Like I was just standing there by myself and I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know anybody and I'm crying. I have a hairnet on my head. Like there's <laughs> a lot of images happening. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a really cool experience. So I highly encourage anybody if they get a chance to volunteer on 9-11. I just yeah. feel like it's a great way to come together as and reminds like the whole purpose they wanted to do is remind people what we were like after that event happened and everybody came together. It's exactly what it was like. Yeah. That's actually a great way to look at it. It's really cool. Yeah. Did anyone from our show or in the community that you knew or recognized showed up? No. No, uh, on the was, text chain, people were like, I'm going. Yeah, Amy tried, but she couldn't find parking because it was on a college campus, so it was kind yeah. of a hot mess as far as the parking situation yeah, was yeah. go. So she did really try and come. Like She was out there, and she's like, I cannot find a parking lot spot to save my life. What about so, Lauren? Lauren was like, I'm going to be there. Uh, she said she had to work. Uh, she had some work stuff going on. So I, I don't know. Mm. I, so I was chilling. <laughs> But I, I was did, here that day. Everyone, I, everyone, hey. everyone got the hell out of here pretty quick. I did invite. Um, <laughs> Lauren, come in. I want to call you out real quick. We're gonna do like we did on the other show. <laughs> no, Lauren, sit girl. down. You left here that day at ten o'clock. Where did you really go? Poor girl. Um, poor girl. Those are facts, did, by the way. I did invite the show though. <laughs> I like, like how you're just going over that. Well, yeah, because it's fine. Like if people have life, you got lied to. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> life happens, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I life get it. Does happen. Yeah. So I, but I did invite the show and. No, nobody else came. <laughs> just me and my. Lo- there was all these companies there. Excuse me. Let me, let me be honest with you. There was all these companies there, and they were have all, all these like team building moments. <laughs> and, and I showed like, up, you, and I'm where's like, "Where's your team at?" Well, uh, well can I join your team? <laughs> exactly. I don't have <laughs> Literally, one. what I did. I was wow. like, "Can I join your team?" So See, I, was I wanted like to come, but I actually was here working. I know. I know um, you were. And I was uh, here up until probably like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. 
I didn't see anyone else here that late, so it's kind of interesting that no one else was able to make it because they were all working. I don't know. What were they working on? Well, Lunchbox told me they had to do the Sore Losers. I'm like, sorry, you could do the Sore Losers at any point in time. Later, yeah. But no, nobody wanted to hang out with me, apparently. So I was team building with Belmont. Wow. (laughs) Holy crap. That's crazy. I think legitimately the only one that was here as late as me that day was was Eddie. He was actually here doing videos and stuff on that Monday. I'm not looking at my calendar to see what was going on. Monday the 11th. Yeah, everyone, everyone, okay. All right, interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, I'm just I'm calling BS and everyone that said that they had to work. Well, I would just like here. to say that. Um, what do you want to say? Next year, I would really like for us to all go together. We should. Yes, we should definitely plan on it and make it a point. Because I also remember I couldn't do it too because then I had, a, I had a call with the festival call because that's coming up mm-hmm. this weekend, and I'm like, well, I can't miss that. And then I did have just work to do in general to pound through to get to that call. And I was like, man, everyone's gone. I could use a helping hand here, but they're all working though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're having a moment. You're having a breakdown moment on air. Yeah, because yeah, well, I was just like, okay. Right, I know. Hey, I get it. But listen, I get it. Life happens. Yeah, yeah life so, happens. But I would like to make sure next year mm-hmm, that we all, that we all go advance. together. Because yes, I think it would be something. a really cool experience for our show it would to be go cool. and do something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure everyone Even is Even though working. I tried to this time. Yeah, I know. I know. You did. You really did try. You really tried. You tried. I think as soon as Gator sent that email, you were immediately sending a group text like, hey, who wants to do this? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Did anyone from that from the Big 98 show up? Because they were the ones that were spearheading it at first, right? I think they, no. It was just Gator, like from our big ninety eight. Oh, okay. I think if they were, they were showing up earlier. Oh, because they, they had two different times. Yeah. Yes, they probably did the earlier one. So I don't know if they ended up doing gotcha. it or not. Um, okay. Because I also know, like Wayne D went out to L A for the Jelly Roll thing. Jelly Roll so I'm thing, not sure yeah. if he ended up being able to. Like probably I said, not, yeah. life happens. Life happens. Yeah. So, well, I, understand I just that want. Side. Yeah. I want to make sure, like next year, we can make something. Yeah, happen. yeah. Let's do that. Be great. Because yeah. it's cool. Otherwise, I'm going to be team building again. Team building all Another company that I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was good. Did you come up with any while I was going on these? Uh, I was distracted by all your telling something goods. Okay, um, so. I think I need a moment to think about it. Hold on one second. Come on. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. My tell me something good is that this podcast will be shorter than an hour. So there's my tell me something good, something good that will happen. What's the next thing you have, Morgan? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're we're moving on. Uh, There was an anonymous report on a show member, which people were just loving. The hilarious part of this is that I know for sure who it was. Not because I like, nobody told me. I just know. And some some people thought it was you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm the one that put together the audio, but it wasn't me. I'll say that at least. Yeah, no, yeah, it's I, I, put it in the ex- I put in the exact pitch of if you've watched Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, when he goes to buy the rent the hotel room from the Ding Dang Dong. You know that scene where he passes Donald Trump and he's in the hotel? Have you ever I, seen? Yes, I've okay. seen it, but gotcha. it's been a long time. Well, he has a talk boy, and he's like, hello, this is Mr. McAllister. So you use that voice? I, I use that like pitch. I found the pitch and tone of that they use for that, for the talk boy. And I I almost wanted to put a drop at the end when whenever, I almost said who, <laughs> who did it. But I almost wanted to put at the end like the, a drop from the movie that said, credit card, you got it. But I was like, nah, I won't do that. Add in a little like Easter egg. Yeah, in Easter there. egg there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just for people yeah. who watched Humble and knew the pitch and tone of that voice. But, anyways. Well, but yes, people it thought not, it was uh, you. Well, so. people thought it was me. Maybe it could be me. You don't know. You we haven't revealed who it is. You already said it wasn't. Oh, well. <laughs> and it's not. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you listen to the show. You can figure out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> because this person gives themselves away. The way that they talk, 
like in the way that they go about things is very obvious. I even try to take their breath patterns out so that it wouldn't sound the same way as they breathe. Well, it's also this person really likes to repeat themselves. And that was in it. (laughs) Like there's only one person on the show. That person repeats themselves even more. That was a that was a a edited down version. Uh, I think it was I think the first initial one was like a minute. I'm like, no, that needs to be twenty seconds. It's literally this person's like calling hard to repeat things. Yeah, maybe. So that would be why Uh uh I figured out who it was. I want to talk about if you've watched anything, and this is where I would like to talk to you about Interstellar because holy crap, it was so good. Like, holy crap. Yeah, Interstellar is a long, long movie, but a really, I think the first time I watched it, I was at my friend's house. We were, was I living back in, I just moved to LA. I was in Huntington Beach hanging out at his apartment and we had smoked a shit ton. Oh, God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it in. (laughs) We were in California. It's legal. Get over it. We were smoking a little bit. I remember watching it and it had just come out. And because it's so long, I thought maybe, you know, at some point, whatever, it was going to come to an end, like hour and a half in, I start fading out and I wake up to being super loud, like an hour and a half. It's still going. I'm like, this movie is long. Three and a half hours, I think it is, the running time. I think it's two and a half. Oh, well, it felt like it was three and a half hours. Super long. Well, I had, so like. But but then I had to watch it again later in life. I think like five years later, I watched it, Stone Cold Sober, and I was like, whoa, this is incredible. Two hours, 49 minutes. Okay. All right. I did. I stayed up until 2 a.m. watching it. Dang. Okay. What'd you think about it? Well, I mean, listen, like visually, Visually. so freaking amazing. Yeah. But also, like, not only that, it just made me think, like, this could be the reality of, like, all these UFO things that we see. Like, they could actually be us from the future. Oh, totally. Just come back. Yeah. That's such a cool concept. And the fact that nobody, like, has done that besides Interstellars is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. But, like, just thinking about that and thinking that the possibility that all the signs we see and all these, like, a, a book dropping off a shelf or somebody saying something could be us trying to find a way to communicate with ourselves. Yeah, isn't that cool? Is wild. Like, yeah. when I tell you it mind effed me, like, yeah. straight up, I was sitting there and I was like, hmm, this is really messing with me. <laughs> but I loved it, like, in the best way. Yeah. So that was like, okay, so if you've never seen it, I fell into that. Because I told you, I've been on my sci-fi, which I was trying to remember what movie you told me to watch. Uh, I told you to watch, I think the one, most recent one was The Usual Suspects. No, it was like a, you said it was a great sci-fi movie, and it's like a couple years old. I'll let you, you remember it at yeah, some point. Going. You can tell me at other point in time. But I just like, we talked about it on Best Bits, and you told me you'd really love the show, because I told you I was trying to watch a whole lot of sci-fi movies. So, just put that back in your brain, and maybe you'll sci-fi. remember was it a TV show on Netflix called The Other? Um, no, it was a movie. It was a movie. And it's a couple years old, like maybe from the 2014 or something. Oh, man. I know. It's okay. Oh, Cloud Atlas. Yeah, there it With is. With Tom Hanks and Halle Berry. Okay. Cloud, Cloud Atlas. Atlas. I yes. need to watch that this weekend because yeah. I was trying to remember what it was and it was, yes. like, it was literally like midnight on a Saturday. I was like, I'm not, something? yeah, I'm not texting Scuba Steve right now to find out what that movie exactly. was. Exactly. My wife's like, uh, <laughs> why is Morgan texting you at midnight? <laughs> on a Saturday? On a like, Saturday. do you have to work? Uh-huh. Oh, um, well, heads up. I, I forgot about this. Cloud Atlas is also, and it must be a sci-fi thing, two hours and 52 minutes. That's okay. So I'll start just prepare that one for it. I'll watch it a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. No, no, go, no yeah. going into it. It's long, but no going into it at the end, you're going to be like, whoa. But I can't fall asleep during movies. Like, Whoa. if I'm watching something new, I yeah. cannot fall asleep. Like, I will have to turn it off in order for me to go to bed. Okay. So, I so I will have to watch this for a little and bit. And then early. don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes because that whole site I knew from day one was a crock of crap. Oh it God. says 66%. So, it must have been pushed down because there's another movie that came out around that time frame that What's wanted What's the audience score? Now? Audience score is, well, IMDb says 7.4. Okay. Uh, Google users, 81% like the movie. Okay. So, I feel like that has always outweighed Rotten Tomatoes, which, by the way, film critics, 
quick side tangent on the film critics. They are kind of like what we call in our industry uh, people who um, tried it, did it, but weren't successful at it or always wanted to do it. And so they're the biggest critiquers of mm. what you do. Um, teachers, never the doers. So film critics, and most of them, and most of the ones that I've seen or, or met or whatever, they're the ones that always wanted to write a script or a film or direct a movie or act in a movie, but never did or did like low-budge, piece-of-crap indie stuff that never went anywhere. And so they're so salty and they're so pissed off at the industry, so they just nitpick the hell out of movies because they would have done it differently and I would have done it <laughs> that way. And, you know, I would have used this tapestry. from Like, shut up, Okay. I always look at the audience score because we are the ones that consume it. Yep. And oh, we're the I ones that, yeah, we turn our brains off and enjoy it. We're not nitpicking every little thing and continuity. I mean, there are some things we look at, and, oh my God, that's kind of whatever. And we like dumb movies sometimes. The 80s and 90s rock for comedies because they were so dumb. That whole Happy Madison era and all that, it was yep. cheesy. They, Rotten Tomatoes probably would have given them 10% back then, but we would have given it 100% because they're fun and we like it. So oh, I'm pretty sure all my favorite rom coms on Rotten Tomatoes are like totally like. What do they call them? Uh, smashed. Like yeah. They're down or whatever. Yeah. Even though like they're actual classics. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is crap. It's always been crap and has will always be crap. And now it just showed their cards that they are crap. <laughs> that and is I'm true. telling you right now, from the experience of living in Hollywood and seeing and knowing film critics, they're crap. Yeah. Don't listen to them. Okay. They're, they're well, jaded. I, I don't anyway. And they've seen way too many films, so they're just way too much into it. And it's just like... Shut up. Yeah, I just watch what I want to watch. Exactly. And that too, yeah. You yeah. should enjoy what you want. You shouldn't have someone's opinion who is that jaded influence a film that you want to watch. This also, by the way, has Tom Hanks in it and Halle Berry. Yeah, I'll watch like, it. Like, come on. That's why I was trying to come up with what it was. And like I said, just didn't want to text okay, you cool. that late. But so I watched it okay. and it was worth it. Okay, so like, put this in your phone so that you don't text me again about it. You'll just know Cloud Atlas. And you'll Sorry, remember no Tom Hanks. Halle Berry. I got you. Cloud Atlas. All right, cool. I also watched Tom Cruise's Jack Reacher for the first time. Oh, I've never seen that. And that's a good one. Uh, I've heard it's really good, yeah. uh, Tom Cruise is just, gosh, far and beyond just one of the best actors of my time. Like, And maybe he's considered other people's time, I don't know, just of the last several decades. He's one of the greatest actors of that. Oh, he's like the pinnacle, yeah. He's just so good. And by the way, Rotten Tomatoes gives that one 63%. Of course it does. Of course it does, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's a great action movie. Like, yeah. is it anything like super special? No, but I just love watching Tom Cruise because I feel like he's so good at this particular role of like action movies and being that like lead. He knows his lane. Yes. And he's good at it. And this is this yeah. is that. So I would, if you want like a good, cool action movie, Jack Reacher. Okay. And there's a lot of, there's a few different ones, I think. There's now a TV show of Jack Reacher. Yeah, because didn't Jim from The Office... Uh, He's Jack Reacher. No, Jack Ryan, which oh. was a great show on Amazon. Is it the same thing or different? Different. Similar concepts. Okay. I mean, they're action and these people are like, you know, undercover, some special ops okay. person. Um, but Jack Ryan on Amazon, Scuba, was phenomenal. Okay. I binge watched that one hard. Um, <laughs> and then I also watched One Piece on Netflix. What's that one? So it's a um, live action remake of an anime show. One Piece, okay. And it was really good because it had action. It had, like, superhero vibes. It had um, hunting for treasure. And it had these, like, quirky characters. I think you would really like this one. And your kids would like it, too. I don't know if it's, like, totally family rated. I'm not sure what the rating is, but it was so good. It says here. Oh, it doesn't really have a rating on here because it's Netflix. I I don't know. Yeah, I never even heard of it. Yeah, okay, so it just came out. But it's like this live, and I never watched the anime, so I had no reference before. I just watched it because I love like kind of treasure hunting shows. Uh Oh, so it's treasure hunting? Okay. It's treasure hunting, but they've also, some people have like powers, 
And it's just quirky. It's like its own universe. Uh-huh. And I think you would really enjoy it. So this is a movie or a TV show? TV show. It's okay. it, But it's only like seven episodes. Oh, oh, this is the one with the pirate ship. Yeah. I'm watching a trailer. So uh, I don't know how I got mixed into this, and I don't know if you know about this, but Netflix, they sent me a DM, and I was like, Netflix just DM me? That's crazy. Because then we work, we work with them a decent amount. That's how we got Adam Sandler and all that uh, stuff on the show. Yeah. And they, they DM me, and it was like an Instagram DM for One Piece. And I'm part of this like DM chain that they that they added me to, and they sent me like clips and and they did like this whole like um like premiere thing on here, and I and I and I watched it or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And what got me was this picture right here of a sea monster. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. I was like, man. And then the, and then the pirate ship with the uh, the like that little sheep thing on yeah, the front of it or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, this is so awesome. So that's what it is. Okay, cool. So did you end up watching it or were you just have, watching the clips? I was just watching these clips and I was like, man, I need to take time to watch this. But yeah. then I was also like, oh, I got to wait for my wife to come back in town because this is something she's going to want to watch So because it looks really cool. Okay, awesome. Oh yeah. my God. But, uh, I don't know if my kids can watch this. I was going to say, I'm is not it, sure what the rating is. I do yeah. think, I think in any of the stuff that does happen that might be like adult-ish would yeah. go over their head. Okay, because like, like I'll allow him to watch... The first Harry Potter, because it's very innocent. But once you get into the second one and third and fourth, it starts to get, starts to get too dark for a five-year-old. Yeah, and I don't think... I There's never, like, super dark. Um, it's rated TV 14. Oh, yeah, he can't watch that. So, mm. Yeah, he sometimes he can barely touch the TV 7. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did, I don't know what the different ratings yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, TV the 14 is probably, like, PG-13 back in the day. So okay. it'd be like, if, would, you take your, would your mom have taken you at five to a PG-13 movie? Uh, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, I, bought, I watched different. a lot of stuff. I watched Two and a Half Men with my dad. Oh, my God. I couldn't watch... And my, Home Improvement. Oh, my God. Home Improvement we watched because it was an ABC. But like I remember one time I was watching Saved by the Bell and that episode came on where she was taking sugar pills or some crap or oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm so excited. My mom was like, what are you watching? I was like, Saved by the Bell. She's like, you can't watch these teenage situation type shows. And then she banned me from that. Couldn't watch The Simpsons. I had to watch The Simpsons in the garage with my dad, like hidden <laughs> on volume three so my mom wouldn't hear like I, we were so sheltered on TV. It was only Disney and Nickelodeon, and that was it. That's fair. We, I did watch a lot of Disney and Nickelodeon, but yeah. I think it's honestly so much of it went over my head. Like I could not tell you half of the stuff that I watched that I don't remember. Yeah, you know like what I mean? Home Alone. You'd watch a Home. I watch Home Alone now. I'm like, oh, they meant that. But, yeah. But it, but like it went over our head. Well, Disney had all these kind of underlying things too. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I'm like, it's more like loosely up to you. Totally. Than that's a good point. Um, but you could start watching it and you could decide that way. I okay. I think it's super awesome and really quirky. I think okay. you would love it. Okay. Cool. So definitely go into that show. Okay. I will. Yeah. 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 I didn't expect myself either. Like when it ended, I was like, oh, that was it. There's not more. How many I, I want another episode. There's like seven episodes so far. Okay. You feel like there's a second season coming? I have a feeling they're gonna do more. Yeah. Yeah. It, because I think that anime version of it has been around. For a, a bit, so there's that audience that because anime is massive across yes, the globe, massive. Okay, so, so that makes sense. Then. I I do think it might depending on how well it's received and you know all that good stuff. But I loved it, and I think you'll like it. Okay, all right, cool. So. I, I guess as I'm, as we're talking here, I'm just curious to see what does Rotten Tomatoes think about One Piece? Oh, probably not good. You know, as Let's our see. thing. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it 85 percent actually. Okay. Well, that's surprising. That is, yeah. But the Google users give it 96 percent, so they yeah. give it even higher. Yeah, and that's probably anime fan- fans rating that. And if that's if they're saying it's a True. great like live action remake of it, then that's a good thing. Too. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because so. that's probably another thing. Two people are. Uh, I'm sure if you're a huge anime fan, you're like, oh no, they're gonna mess with the integrity of my series, mm-hmm. and it's gonna suck. But then you watch it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. the lead guy, like you, you, he, you end up really liking him. Like okay. he's just like a really likable character. Okay. So yes, that one. Do you have any recommendations, TV show, or movies, or anything? <laughs> Besides Bluey. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what was the last thing I've watched that was a television show. Uh, man. 
That's uh, okay if not. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure if honestly, you had some you were really passionate about. I mean, honestly, I, I haven't watched TV. I can't think of the last time I watched a TV show or a movie. It's been a minute. Even when we were on vacation? Even when we were on vacation, yeah, because we were on vacation, but I still came into work, and it was still a normal day with my family. They mm-hmm. were still at school and came home, and the kids were still with the kids, and they were doing their thing. And then when, we, when I was in Hawaii, we didn't watch any TV. I watched TV no, that zero times. If you were watching TV in Hawaii, I, I, I would probably call you out on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. watched no TV. Um, and then when my wife was gone, I was, I was planning on watching a bunch of TV and getting ahead on stuff and all that crap, and then I ended up not doing that either. I ended up working <laughs> a lot and doing other things. So I was like, dang, I didn't I haven't really caught up on anything at all. Zero. So no, I haven't I have nothing to recommend. Well, and I just <laughs> added more to your list. Exactly, yeah. And maybe I recommend people don't watch TV and movies and go out and do things in the world. Maybe that's my recommendation. Go I do watch that, real life. I do TV. that too. Okay. I do yeah. that too. Yeah. I, I have a good balance going okay. on in my life. That's good. But I don't have kids. But so I love that's TV why. though. I mean I love TV. <laughs> we li- we li- we fed on we grew up on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm not hating on it. I'm just like trying to I don't have anything. It's a good balance. Yeah. That I, I feel the same. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she? 
as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we did also have some investment ideas that happened on the show this week. Yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, there, there's whole segments on this, so we're not going to dive into it. But do you like Amazon, Scuba Steve? Amazon? Um, I do and I don't. I love the convenience of it, and I get and I see what they're trying to do there. But I also don't like the fact that the quality of the products for a lot of them, that when you receive them, they're crap. I feel like they give the, the – I feel like if you go to the store to buy whatever and you get the same thing on Amazon, I feel like Amazon gets like the Ross version where it's a little bit wrong or something's not quite right with it. It's like it's like you a mean the Wish defected, version of it? Yeah. Is there something defected about it or it doesn't last as long as a cheaper version of it? Mm. I think it's a – I think it's a scam. And I feel like they're making money off of like broken, just crappy products. That's and, probably true. And I also don't like that some things you get them and the, or they'll send the wrong one, or you, or or you think it's this and it's not that, or it takes a little bit longer. Like I kind of like, and I've always been old school and call me crotchety old man of wanting four television channels, five quality sitcoms. Um, uh, waiting a year and a half for, for a sequel. You're a little bit too much into Lunchbox. Yeah, I know, I know. Being patient and waiting for a good product versus crappy and fed to you too much and too frequent. So I'm coming from that perspective. But I kind of, I like, I love going to a store and and I like, especially for clothing. I like to try it on and hold it and see it. Now, granted, if there's a, a there's something that I want, and then I'll have my size, and then I kind of know based on okay, the medium didn't fit me or the large, extra large is too big. I definitely will get a large and I'll order it online. But I like going to the store and getting it. I like taking it home that day. I, I come from the era of when you would go buy new shoes, you you like you want to wear them out or you want to keep them in the box, <laughs> and then be like, well, yeah, I want to wear them out, and you put the old crappy ones in the box that smelled like poop, and you put the new shoes on, you felt like a million bucks. So I come from that generation and that era, and I feel like if this newer generation and the next ones after that got a taste of what it was like to the instant gratification, which they're also super obsessed with, yeah, you would get the instant gratification of getting what you wanted in that moment and the experience of being able to look at it and see it. see it, And, and then when you go to the mall, you have lunch or you get a pretzel, what's those pretzel, Auntie Anne's pretzel, whatever. Like There was I a whole those. experience of going to the mall and shopping and going places and then being on the hunt for it or finding the best deal. So you go to this shoe store or to that one and this one, you find the same one for $25 cheaper. And then it was like, oh, heck yeah. And then you go with friends or family and walk around. It was like a, an event. And so I'm coming from that perspective of like, man, I'm so over the whole Amazon thing. Only when it's convenient, I would not use it as my day-to-day uh, means of shopping or purchasing. I am, I am with you. I don't. Yeah. I am bummed to see that a lot of stores and stuff are closing. And I would love for the both because I do think Amazon's super convenient for a lot of things. And I do utilize it a lot. But I also yeah. like to go shopping. And I go to the mall a lot, too. And I, like, I still like, to, to your point, love to walk around and have the experience of going yeah. to the mall. But the reason I was asking. Oh, okay, you didn't want me to go in this like crotchety old man rant. I had to let you have your tangent. Okay, thank you. You yeah, always yeah. have one. <laughs> but I wanted to know if there was a product because, to your point, yes, there are times you buy stuff. You're like, why did I buy that? Yeah. Is there a product you have bought on Amazon that you don't regret buying at all? And I'm I'm bringing this to you because okay. I had brought I had bought this dog bowl that is literally changed my life. Okay, let me look at my it's, history while you're talking. It's like this. Um, it's a little dog water bottle, like water bottle essentially, and it has like a a piece built in that okay. you just push a button and the water goes into it for them to drink. Okay. And then if they don't drink it all, you press the button again and it sucks it right back in. Oh, that's really cool. So convenient. That's really, really cool, yeah. So like if you're walking your dog, if you go on road trips, Remy always comes on adventures with me, so it's so handy to have. And it has this little contraption 
that has room for treats in it where you put where the water normally is. You just pull that out so you can have treats and water and a bowl. And it's all packed into one nice tiny bottle. And it was like $10. That's awesome. So like not expensive yeah, to okay. have such a cool little contraption. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was a So you found great... that through Amazon? Like you're researching and like typing in, I need XYZ and then it showed up? Well, so like, yeah, my mom actually is the one who found it on Amazon. It was like, you really need this as much as Remy comes with you everywhere. Yeah. And she found it through Amazon, like finding and looking for different things. So um, yeah, that's the one product I have bought from Amazon that I don't regret buying. I'm looking to see what we have here. A lot of it's like last second stuff. Like, oh, we need more of this like baby thing or this for the for the kids. In true dad fashion, that should be the way. You probably don't have a lot of um, impulse buying on Amazon, if I had to guess. No, I do not. It tends to be more a child, uh, a non-child situation. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything here that's like, oh, that was really awesome. I'm glad I bought it. Just kind of like how you obviously yeah. are, are telling me that was so cool. Um, and, well, um, and in the other fashion of also water, I have a cat water fountain, which has also been magical because okay. I never have to fill it. Remy and Hazel both drink out of it, and I have to fill it like once a week, along also with the litter robot that I have that is magical, and I never have to change the litter. So I really like technology. Oh, here's a couple. Here's a couple <laughs> things. Um, so because where we live, there isn't much of a, there isn't really a high Asian population here, and I tend to love the food. My wife's Filipino and Chinese. So when you go to the grocery store, there's like this international food section, and it's the size of my thumb, and yeah. it has like just the basic stuff. And if you want to find anything that's also like where I where I was living last in California, they have this place called Ninety Nine Ranch, and it was basically the size of Publix, but it was all uh, different types of Asian food. I have one of those right by my house. Oh, the international. Yeah, you have one of those markets there. Yep. Yeah, but it's not. I guess when I I don't know what it, I I only went in when we they we, everybody made us bring in freaking international foods. We okay, had to try. Gotcha. That was the time that I went in there. I went there once. It was okay. It kind of reminded me of like like a Winn Dixie. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like that. Where the Ninety Nine Ranch is more like Publix, and it's mm, and it's like got, the bougie version. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bougie, but not too expensive. But but they have more to offer there. I remember like Ninety Nine Ranch. You could get food to go. They had fresh. They had this whole back wall of fresh caught. Because we're they were by the ocean, California. Mm. All this fresh caught seafood and fish and crab and lobster and shrimps and all kinds of stuff and all these really cool, unique snacks and whatever yada yada. And you could get anything you needed there. And down here, I can't even sometimes I can't even sometimes get a simple freaking bottle of soy sauce or um, sweet chili. Or for example, we put on our rice a lot. Uh, this thing is called uh, for for kake, for okay. kake, and it's like this like sprinkle you put on top of rice. Uh, what is sushi it? rice. It's basically like a breakup of like different seeds and seasonings and like slivers of uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, seaweed okay. paper. And we just kind of put it on top of the rice to add a little flavor so to it. So it's like everything bagel seasoning, but for Asian food. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't find those things here or you can't find the larger bottles of it here, which we're used to buying. So Amazon, because it's an international market all over the world, you can get those things. So that's actually been kind of helpful for Amazon yeah. by getting those things that we used to get that we can no longer get. Uh, what I did. Else? I did buy on Amazon. Have you ever heard of? Um, <laughs> did you ever get like a? <laughs> did you ever get crunch ice cream like a crunch coat from Dairy Queen? Did you ever hear of those? Crunch coat from Dairy? No. What is that? I think it was a Kansas thing because like the Kansas Dairy Queen still has it, but crunch other Dairy cup. Queens don't. It's like this magical mixture of peanuts and sprinkles and other things that basically are sugar, uh -huh. and you put it on like ice cream. Crunch coat or yeah. cup? Crunch crunch coat. Okay. And I'm saying it fast, so that might be why I said it's yeah. not like cup. But it, it reminds me of that, but it's for ice cream, and you okay, put it yeah. on ice cream. And when I tell you scuba is so amazing, <laughs> so you amazing. will love it. And they on Amazon, they have like a one-pound bag of it. Uh -huh. So because I couldn't get it in Tennessee, 
I bought it off Amazon. I had devoured that thing in like a week. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. You're like, I need more of this immediately. So to your point, it does offer like things that you could never find anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there is that moment. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there are, there are benefits, but then I, I weigh on the heavy uh, negatives, unfortunately. That's okay. And what was the seasoning called? Uh, for cake, it's, it's spelled F U R I K A K E. Okay. Could be fury cocky or for cake. I'm not really sure. Don't ask me. Do yeah, not. You, to, you just, know that I'm gonna mispronounce that very wrong. Yeah, I just knew where to go. I just knew where to go. And then I ran. And even like hoisin sauce. You can't even get hoisin sauce here. And if you do, it's like a small little freaking. It's hoisin sauce is what I'll use to put in when I like my pho. It's like this like really dark, thick like almost like, um, like blackish brownish. Uh, liquid. Okay. And I use it in my in my pho or my vermicelli, and oof, it's so freaking good. Okay, I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, oof. I do know soy sauce though. Uh, hoisin That's sauce. That's all I got. Hoisin sauce. Woo! I could even just eat it by itself. It's so delicious. <laughs> oh my well, don't gosh. do that. We don't need you ending up in a hospital. Oh or something. yeah, it's too late. I've already done it a lot. So <laughs> and I haven't been in the hospital. So I will continue to do it whenever I get back to the West Coast. Well, I'm glad, and I am excited that you have found. Uh, some things that you miss from yeah. California to here. At oh, least yeah. at least that's helpful for that reason. That is helpful for that reason, yes, yeah. Good. If only I could put family in a box and ship them over here, that'd be nice too. Hey, ditto. Can, yeah. If we can figure it, well, don't put them in a box because that that probably not be a nice trip. Probably not, yeah. That's yeah, more, but if we uh, can find like uh, easy space travel, yeah, that's how true. we figure that out. Okay, cool. You know? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah, get right. on that. <laughs> <laughs> we did have Dan and Shay stop by the show there in the number one spot this week. They played some Bop It with Bobby and... Also talked about new music. It was just good to have them on. So Dan and Shay interview, if you want to check that out on the best bits, part two, just the bits. But Scuba, yeah, we did it. We did do Under it. an hour. I'm so proud of us. Thank you for joining me. Heck yeah. I was just going to say, and this may get us over, and I'm just kidding. But No, when Shay did the bop, it, the high score was 53, which is my high score. And then when I heard him going and going, and he got to a point where I had never heard before in the game Bop It, I was like, son of a gun, he's going to beat my high score. And then I kept hearing, and then I was hearing, like, wow, I've never heard Bop It do this before. So I won't reveal how, how high he went, but good Lord, he went, he like blew past my high, my high score. So that's I was why so you pissed. were really bitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, so bitter. And I, and I could have made my son so proud. And then we went home later that day and we we're playing Bop It, and it was like, high score. And he's like, whoa, dad. And I, was, I had to be like, wasn't me due to some jerk that came in our I'm studio. I'm surprised you didn't just be like, yeah, that was me. That was <laughs> no, I ain't going to lie to him. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, now we know what Scuba Steve is doing with his weekend. Yeah, I'm going to be Jay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is great. Well, tell the people there that they can find you and all that good stuff. So I do have a, and we probably haven't mentioned this, but I'm on threads. So you can find me not only now so on Instagram and Twitter slash X, you can find me on threads, Scuba Steve Radio. Who is he? I don't know. He joined a new social platform. I know. I never well, I was kind of forced into it, so I was like, I guess I'll do it. And then I saw my old boss who works at Instagram now, Claudine. She she's like encouraged people to sign up, and so I was like, okay, I'll sign up because I love you. So I'll sign up. Oh, that's how that's how we get you. Yeah, exactly. You well, yeah, because like, love us. Well, yeah, because like you know, I used to work with her, and it's the same kind of thing. We're like, hey, check us, check this out, and and support. You'd want to do it. And I had no idea what the health threads was, but I was like, yeah, I support Claudine. I'll, I'll download it and check it out. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I've only posted maybe three or four times on there, but it was more like I knew they needed the, the download numbers to show like, hey, this is worth it. Mm. So I was like, I'll, I'll support you. Oh, I got they you. have the download numbers. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh they yeah, they do. It. Yeah, but I was like, hey, I can give you the one just just to you know just cause. <laughs> In support. Well, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for getting on it. Hey, no and... problem. Hey, thank you for getting on it too. 
Claudine, Claudine enjoys that you got, you got on there as well. Yeah, you can find me on threads. I'm a little bit more chaotic on there. I yeah? like to be a little bit more unhinged on threads. Okay. <laughs> Mostly because I feel like nobody's paying attention. Yeah, so yeah that's that's you, you got all the good. What's funny because it's called threads. It's like it's like keeping it together, but you're unhinged on threads. I am. I'm unhi- I, do, right. I did the reverse of oh, what yeah. they wanted. <laughs> um, but you can find me on all those, at WebGirlMorgan on all the stuff. All the stuff even Scuba Steve has yet to join. Well, not all the stuff for me. No, I'm a, oh, for me. you. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. saying all the stuff that even Scuba Steve has yet to join. Is Be Real still a thing? You guys still doing that? Or did I call that? I really don't. Over? I still have it. Yeah, see, I knew it was going to be a flash in the pan. You guys were like, it's going to be but, great. It's in amazing. In all fairness, you just never know because that's how people felt about TikTok and <laughs> still here and it is thriving. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. So you just yeah. got to roll with all of them. Yep, like but, Vine and MySpace and Friendster. <laughs> I don't know about any of those. Those are <laughs> those are in the grave. Exactly. Well, you can also follow the show at Bobby Bone Show on everything and check out our, our listener Q and A that we did because that's also really great. So, Scuba, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. For, we did it under an hour. Look at us. Hey, I'm so proud of us. Let's clap ourselves out. Get a little uh, pat on the back. Get a little pat on the back. Yeah. And so we'll end up with this because this is a tell me something good. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. I'm never going to let us record in the studio again. <laughs> You're pressing buttons like Ray does to me. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff, How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 